I'm Dawn. And I'm Tracy. And we are Real Women. It's time for another quick one. And today we're going back to the archives from March 2023. A couple of weeks ago, you heard Dawn and I talk about boy jobs and girl jobs. We thought it was a great time to bring you a snippet from our chat with Carl Sams of the Freemasons when we spoke about men and women when it comes to Freemasonry. But Freemasonry is something that we've bantered over for many years, mainly over the female-only thing. Um, And actually, I've had lots of conversations with him over the years about this. And I thought he'd be a perfect person, A, because he's honest as the day, you know, uh, uh, honest as anybody comes. But but also he's been in the Freemasonry a long time and and knows more about it than than us who hypothesise. So good morning, Carl. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Nice to see you both. Yes. Mad dash this morning because I messed up my calendar, so I had to rush off and um, make my face half presentable on the thing. But it just shows you that's life. Sometimes we get we get little surprises, but there you go. So, Carl, tell us a little bit more about the Freemasons. Is it as satanic as some of us believe? Is it like people get inducted with their trouser leg up and an apron on? Or is it very, very different? Straight in, Dawn, isn't she? There's no messing about there. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of questions there. Which one would you like to answer first? I want to start with the trousers and the apron. Um, yeah. No, 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 no. no, the thing is, the reason I asked that <clears throat> question, Carl, is because... I've been to a couple of Freemasons balls many years ago. My um, first husband's father was a, a big Freemason down in Maidenhead. And they I don't know whether they were winding up, but they used to say that, you know, you get inducted into the Freemasons with your trouser leg rolled up and an apron on. And I just wondered, was that true or is that a myth? Well, it's true. <laughs> Wow. So now I need you to explain. Well, it's difficult to explain because that's part of the bit that I can't particularly talk about, not because it's sinister or satanic in any way, but it's kind of part of the journey. So uh, it's symbolic uh, in terms of, of where you're going and what you're doing. And a lot of these things that you may ask me today may have um, secrets attached to them. I could give you the answers, but they don't mean anything if you don't know the questions. Yeah. So I could just read the whole thing out to you and it would mean absolutely nothing and have no impact at all. And to be fair, anything that you've asked me, you could probably find the answer to on the internet or someone's opinion on it. Um, but actually that process, um, the whole rolled up trouser legs and everything that people have been talking about for years, yeah, that, that is a part of it and there is a reason for that. And that becomes apparent when you go through the process. Um, it's only a brief thing that happens, and it happens for a reason and explain to you, etc. Um, is it a not... satanic reason? No. So okay. the, the <laughs> satanic thing. That one up. Yeah. The yeah. satanic thing has always been um, uh, has always been a, uh, a source of amusement to me and and my fellow masons, really. In that, in that, it couldn't be further from the truth. Um, if I was to guess. If I was to guess where that originated from, it would probably be from from those who felt threatened by perhaps uh, the coming together or the, or the power of people coming together in terms of Freemasonry and saw it as a powerful community, um, which is something we can talk on as we go. Um, um, yeah, and we life, love but, communities anyway. I mean, yeah. I, 
I sometimes get a ribbon because, you know, as a marketing thing, one of the lines of my property business is, is supporting women in property. And when I first set up the group, which we bizarrely enough called Witch Property because it was a play on words and we were female, I got the odd little bit of of grief that I was, you know, I was being sexist, wasn't wasn't letting men in the group. It's like I still work with men, but that particular brand I work with women on. You know, but you, there's a lot of stick about there shouldn't be single sex group, groups and communities these days. So tell us more about the Freemasons and why why people join it then, Carl. Well, Freemasonry, um, I mean, if you can ask me why I joined it, it was a very simple, I'll explain to you why people join it, but why I joined it, it was a very simple um, equation, really. It was an opportunity to spend more quality time with my father. It was as simple as that. He was a Freemason or is a Freemason. Uh, and it was an opportunity to get involved in something that he was interested in. He didn't even ask me or mention it to me until I was 40. Uh, and he's been a Freemason since the uh, early to mid 70s. So he didn't ask me until the time was right uh, or he thought the time was right in my life. And he was probably right. If he'd asked me sooner, it wouldn't have suited me. And that's kind of how it started. I didn't have any preconceived idea. Um, as to what it would be about, or even what it stood for or what it did. So I found that all out as I went. Um, things are a little bit more open now, and obviously with the interweb and everything else, there's there's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of misinformation, but there's a lot of actual genuine information there which helps people, um, which helps people establish what it's all about and whether they'd be interested in it or not. Uh, and, and that's shown massively in the last three or four years where the influx of inquiries and interest via the internet, via internet sites or straight to the United Grand Lodge of England website um, has has grown massively. That's grown massively. So we're now taking on initiates through that system, whereas always before it used to be as part of an introduction via someone who was already a Mason and so on and so forth, almost a referral situation. Um, so that's that's kind of moved forward massively just in the last three or four, maybe five years. Uh, and I, I guess that's that's the way that the world is now. That's the way that the world is now. And, you know, the, the opportunity to find out things without actually having to physically be there or physically know someone is something we can all do now. Yeah, that's why true. Are they, why are they inquiring? Why do you think you've had that that increase? Yeah, sorry. I've got to see, I already went down a rabbit hole there. That's, yeah. <laughs> so if you, if you read, um, in fact, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to read you something that will, which I know, but um, it will make perfect sense. We so we're one of the oldest social and charitable organisations in the world, um, and we stand for principles: integrity, friendship, respect, charity. I kind of see it as, as there being. I mean, I've just read that off a page there, but and and it enhances um, quite nicely to to explain it. But I guess you come for three reasons. You come for personal development, you come for a charitable interest, spiritual interest, or or social. That's four, really, isn't it? But that's part of personal personal development. Um, and so, generally speaking, you come and experience what you want to experience, and you get from it what you want from it. So there are people that come into Freemasonry because they've been involved in some kind of charity thing and seen where we're at with that, which is massive. Um, or they're quite interested in history or spiritual type stuff and they've seen that all over the internet uh, or someone that they know uh, and they've come for that. Um, uh, or, you know, just generally speaking, they like the whole social scene. And so from in that respect, they come 
for one reason and experience something else and then and then other stuff in it and it builds from there and sometimes you find the reason that you came isn't the reason that you stay which is which is quite interesting well that's often the case isn't it though you go to something and the reason you're there is not the reason you thought you were for sure so the the female thing and i'd love tracy to lead with these questions you and i carl have um had many conversations about this and uh, and and I think it's fascinating so the the understanding from the public at large that it's very sexist and women aren't allowed to join let's take it back a little bit let's take it back to the origins of freemasonry which are a little bit flaky because it goes back thousands of years as such but if we talk about modern freemasonry it's based on um so it's based on stonemasons, masons, stonemasons, okay? And if you think about stonemasonry, um, what little we would know of it in the modern age, but if you think about stonemasonry, all the posh houses, all the posh castles and buildings were made out of stone, whereas everything else was made out of wood, etc., or mud, back in back in medieval times, let's say. Let's, let's go back to that. And where we are with um, Freemasonry is that that we have the rough ashlar and the smooth ashlar. Do you know what a rough ashlar is and a smooth ashlar? No. Ashlars are the stones, the big stone blocks that they use to build castles, etc. They always started off as rough, okay, and they were expert craftsmen worked on them to make them smooth, to make the perfect castle or to make the perfect building. And then ultimately, the way that Freemasonry has adopted that is that we come in rough, ready to learn, ready to improve ourselves, and we smooth the stone out until we become better or we continue to become better. It's a part of self-development, okay? When you look at how that comes together and you look at the times in which that originated, there weren't very many female stonemasons because no. females had, had their position in life. They were the mothers, they were the homekeepers, etc., etc., and the men went out to work. So consequently, really, I guess it all built from there to be to be as it was you know we come out the men do this and the women do that having said that it's still a bit of a myth that's a men only thing because i think in modern age the women might have even done it first in terms of of coming forward not that they developed it but particularly in france um at one time they they in let's say the 1700s i think the women decided they wanted to to get involved in the freemasonry situation as well they formed their own lodges, co-lodges at the time with the men and the women. And actually, it was the women that then chucked the men out. <laughs> they didn't want the men. So, so can I just, just to clarify, just so yeah. that anybody who is listening uh, hasn't uh, had any exposure to this, um, there is Freemasonry for, for men, but there is a co community that is for females only well let's yeah let's fast forward a little bit then before I, I go too far down the rabbit hole is, is that there is there is now uh and has been since the middle of the 20th century female masonry okay and they're quite happy with all female masonry so they don't particularly want the men to join and they don't particularly want to join the men okay and and, and as as society moves forward um that's becoming more and more popular and in fact the men in terms of business and charity and so on and so forth are, are working more with with the women than ever they have done um and i guess that 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 really reflects changing trends because even if we go back 50 years the woman's place was still in the home to a certain degree there were still roles that we played we left school the, the women got married worked in factories or did whatever they did they weren't having the massive careers you know it wasn't overly expected and now we're on an equal footing and 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 that's no big deal for us in freemasonry other people make a big deal of that mm -hmm.
If you've enjoyed our conversation today, please subscribe and download the podcast. To share your thoughts on this episode or to suggest future topics, connect with us on Instagram at Real Women Podcast. And thank you for listening. <laughs>